0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Bayou City Bull Show, the only show that showcases the city of Houston and sounds damn funny while doing it. Um, this week, we have Tara sitting behind the mic again. Uh, she uh, does a little soul-bearing this week, and uh, she sort of uh, shows her jealous side a little bit by uh, realizing that I do have guest hosts, that when she's out of town or indisposed, that, you know, we, they come in and they want to talk about stuff. So she talks herself through that, including her online dating experience. And, uh, and to me, I, th- I felt it was good therapy for her. Also, Tara talks about uh, how when she was 13-year-old, uh, uh, a Irish Catholic priest called her a heretic and kicked her out of the Catholic Church forever. Which also, again, a bit of therapy for her. Um, and because Tara showed some of her jealous side, I did what uh, any anybody would do. I got one of the guest speakers to come back in and do a couple bits with me. My um, good buddy Matt sits down with us this week, and uh, he we actually go over the NBA deadline, which was a couple weeks ago, um, and that's when we recorded it. Uh, couldn't get in last week's uh, uh, show because of editing, so I went back to him. I said, "Hey, do you want to do want to chuck it or re-record it or something?" He goes, "You know what? I bet you Dwight Howard will still be a jerk in a week." So, we go over that um, and everything else that we want to talk about beer and all kinds of good stuff. So, sit back, relax, pour yourself a bubble bath, maybe shoot some hair on Hooker's ass. Do whatever you got to do, relax, and have fun with bites of
1: Okay, so I just, you know, I just wanted to get something off my chest. Uh, shut up, Greg. And I just <laughs> wanted to say that I know that you're talking to other people. Like I know that you're talking to other people.
0: This does happen every once in a while. I'm
1: just saying I've heard them, and I know this because you then posted you put it online. Like so, I, I know what's happening.
0: Oh, oh, you mean the show stuff? Yes, the show yes, stuff. There's a, yes, there is yes.
1: I wanted you to know that I'm aware and that I do listen to the other shows, and I'm not intimidated. I'm not intimidated at all. Well, everybody has different strengths, different gifts. But I, I wanted to talk about something that you and uh, Captain America... <laughs> what's his name?
0: Well, Captain America does come on the show quite a bit. <laughs> what's,
1: what's the guy's name that's uh, the Swedish-looking dude?
0: Scott the Angry Swede.
1: Is it really? This, that's really his nickname. Yeah, Scott that the Angry is Swede. so is fortunate. His name? Yes. So anyway, Cap- I'm going to call him Captain America. Okay. Because I think he really should be. That's a Halloween costume for you, love. So anyway, <laughs> you guys were talking about online dating... And Captain America tried to say that, no, he did not do that. And I I want to say one thing to that comment, that no, he doesn't do online dating.
0: Oh, you mean the statement. So I know the statement you're going for. Back in uh, the third one, uh, we went over online dating, and he said he was above it. He said, no, I've never done online dating. I'm and, totally above it. And
1: then he said, like, under his own name, right? No. Yeah. But in general, <laughs> I want to say that I think that him saying that he's never done online dating is a uh, bull. Corn.
0: Yeah, this is an adult show. You can...
1: He's full of shit. Because <laughs> you know that SOB back in 1986 was rocking on the Atari trying to figure out how to get Pac-Man to talk to Mrs. Pac-Man. Talking about, oh girl, that bow looks good on your head. <laughs> you want some cherries, boo? You know that was happening. I
0: don't know if he was that charming to be able to tell Miss pac Pac-Man that the bow was pretty.
1: Well played, the <laughs> mind. He might just say,
0: uga, 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 yellow, oh. yellow, pretty.
1: <laughs> like a dot? Me dot. Me take you in case. A long time. Yeah, you me you like dot I like that, too. <laughs> dot, 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 dot. <laughs> so, the next time he sees me, he's going to punch me, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> probably. He'll, prob- <laughs> He'll probably
0: probably throw, it, throw a foot right oh, to the inside of your knee.
1: <laughs> Scott, it's not me. It's you, sweetie. So, anyway, <laughs> I just felt like I needed to address that. I, personally, I have tried online dating, and I... I will tell you that I will never, I will never do it again. I will not lie and tell you I have not done it because I most certainly have. Because when I moved from College Station to Houston in 07, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, like most of my friends are married, they have kids, so going out to bars and stuff with them, is just not going to happen. So how do you like, you know, meet people these days? And I was like, what? Okay, so my mom met her husband online.
0: Shut the hell up! Really? No,
1: seriously. And she even met him on Yahoo. I like, should even meet him on like a legit, <laughs> like <laughs> she it's was like, like Yahoo and. It <laughs> (laughs) free
0: 40 pound bag of feed for free (laughs) goes with the date
1: (laughs) oh mary he didn't mean it and it was a pork chop (laughs)
0: stuffed (laughs) (laughs) so um with applesauce
1: (laughs) love applesauce okay uh, so back to the get so um i you know i move here and i have a couple of months and so i get online and um Right out of the box, I meet this guy, and he seems really okay. And so he's like, well, let's meet for coffee. And I'm like, okay, sure. Well, so then something came up at work, and I couldn't leave work to go meet him for coffee. Um, and then he was like, well, have you Googled me yet? And I was like, no. And I'll be very honest. Like, my my brother and my mom my mom did it, too. But, like, if I was going to meet somebody online, I was doing a background check on them. Like, I'm <laughs> if you're – well, I ain't playing. If I find, like, some kind of criminal record, chances are I'm not going to come meet you out for dinner. <laughs> so – Um, I was like, no, I hadn't Googled it yet. He's like, well, go ahead and Google me. So I Google him, and and I want to be very careful about how I proceed from here. But um, I I Google him, and the very first thing that pops up is his name and Oprah. 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 The Oprah. The Oprah. So basically, in like 1990-something, a young man was... Uh, hmm. Was driving down. going to give so much information. Anyone's going to be able to find this guy. I'm going to feel really bad for him. <laughs> okay.
0: Change. Uh, say uh, it, we'll uh, say it happened in Tennessee. <laughs> all right
1: long story short
0: it was uh it was monty williams or montel yeah montel it was montel williams now that we've
1: changed everything (laughs) no one will know it's great
0: power of editing don't worry about it
1: anyway so long story short i couldn't meet him and then so i was uh working late and he was like well what are you doing and i was like well i'm working late i'm just trying to stay up he's like well here's something to keep you up right
0: and oh, hey! Whoa!
1: He texted me a photo, like a wildly inappropriate photo, and so I looked at it and I was like, one, kudos for you. Number two, I'm not quite sure how handcuffs got into that photo, and number three, delete because I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> and so that that was my last my my last time on the
0: online, dating. online dating. Wow! I
1: won't go uh, because the guy actually had felony convictions.
0: You had the chance to date a celebrity. <laughs>
1: He's real popular in the prison bathrooms.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, man! It's a, it's a rough world today out there. You got right to real rough for him. It. I'll oh, tell you, oh, oh. poor kitten. And how would we follow that up? Well, I'm gonna have my good buddy Matt sitting here, and we're gonna talk about um, the NBA trade deadline, which just happened. All right, so I got another one for you. So um, Houston Rockets, Kevin McHale uh, has been coaching them. And and I have enjoyed it. Apart from the side that freaking Comcast has the lockdown on the TV show. I just happen to have Comcast. So uh, not that I'm plugging Comcast. I, I'm not saying I like them because I don't. But I can watch the Rockets games. And Harden, when when Harden came on, they said, oh, he's a support player. He can't take lead. I was like, uh, he did it all his life before he got to OKC. He's been panning out great. Uh, Lynn, I don't know, is doing so great. Um, but I remember when they put all these pieces together, even the, even the smaller pieces... Houston Rockets have been, like, under the cap by, like, $20, $25 million, which just so happens to be the going rate for Dwight Howard. And so the rumors immediately started on ESPN Radio, and it hacked me off to no end. Oh, yeah, Houston Rockets need a big man. They need a big man. They, they need to get Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard's going to happen by the trade deal, and Houston's
2: on the thing. I was like, please, God, no. If Dwight Howard's stock, as a person, has... Has dropped dramatically since the whole Stan Van Gundy stuff.
0: Uh, the, the, I think it even started before then. Um, he was getting like Defensive Player of the Year. He took Orlando to a Finals once, which I think is amazing. But this guy, this guy's the Terrell Owens of the NBA.
2: Stan Van Gundy's like your your drunk, lovable uncle. You know, <laughs> you just like the guy. You don't even know him, but you you like him. He comes around once a year, and you're like, that's. I, he can, is. I can hang with that guy, and then when Dwight was kind of bashing on him, you know, and then hugged him in the press conference right after they had the quote, and then LeBron James is high fiving everybody because nobody remembers what he did the year before <laughs> because Dwight Howard has became the ultimate douchebag of the NBA. He is,
0: and and, and he's doing it, and and there's been some parallels to it because um, LeBron did it legit. LeBron waited till his contract was out and took a better deal. And, and
2: had a tv show you to can't do it. blame well yeah yeah,
0: yeah. not five not six not seven that was too much but that's miami uh, that's that la wouldn't have done that la is a bigger city than that chicago wouldn't have done that they're a bigger city than that nicks wouldn't have
2: done that and, and they've they've been there done that yes and they've been there got, exactly. the, got oh, the seven so good, good point so um for
0: for lebron to do it that that was stupid and he admits it's stupid i mean he, he's a myth that he's learned and everything like that. But Dwight Howard has fucking um, multiple. He's got multiple personality disorder. I'm convinced because he's like every time you hear a press release. First of all, he's listening to his stupid ass friends and saying what his stupid ass friends say instead of pring it right everybody prs it all your top players kobe is a great pr guy he says what needs to be said he doesn't say what he's thinking
2: he doesn't say what his friends are telling him this year dwight hasn't talked which is why he's been moping around like somebody ran over his dog (laughs) you know somebody's like just don't talk this year people already are kind of sick of you
0: did you see him at the all-star game though his interview was fucking horrible as soon as he did that interview i was like oh, is, that the one when,
2: is that the one we had blake griffin next to him yes that yeah. exact
0: one where he's like oh yeah i'm working on my three i don't know if i'm going back in because i was like shut the fuck up So, uh, well, were you going to make a decision about the Lakers? He goes, well, I don't have to make that decision yet, which is a true statement. But you don't say that to the media. You say, well, we have a good team right now. We're really trying to put it together and make a run for the final. That's what you say. You don't say like a fucking spoiled brat. Oh, I don't have to make that decision yet because, you know, I'm not fucking getting paid. He's he's fucking he's team poison is what he is. The Lakers have
2: have no team chemistry.
0: No, they don't. Uh, I thought Nash was gonna do it. I thought when Nash came back it was gonna be the piece that fucking everything fell into place and it hasn't
2: happened. They're just slow and old I mean Dwight Howard's not old, but, but he's coming slow. off he's coming off of an injury. Yeah. He he doesn't have the, the stamina that he did when he was a couple of years ago before the back injury. Steve Nash keeps having all these knee injuries. Kobe Bryant I think is trying to do too much. He should he should embrace dwight a bit more i think but he's kobe well, i like, think he's got a little bit more emotional oh s- he's the killer right he's the he's the, the black, black mama Mamba. he's the killer the world's and worst nickname it, it is the worst nickname <laughs>
0: but it's a very good hot sauce actually podcast listeners hottest hot sauce out there that, that's not chemically treated um but uh yeah it i do like kobe in the fact that he became an assist king there when nash was out he was you know went crazy with assists, would not take the shot, which is totally against his nature. And they said he would go back on it. They totally said he would go back on it when, um, when push came to shove on it. And, you know, you're down by six with a minute left. Kobe's going to be Kobe. Right. And it did happen a few times, but Dwight Howard, I want no piece of him as a Houston rocket fan. I want no piece of him. Uh, We got the good center that has no ego. He just, he, he gets it fed to him, and he feeds, I'm just back to the basket. That's all the Rockets I'm need.
2: just glad the Rockets have some people on the team that I've heard of. Ah, look at you. <laughs> the last couple of years, I'm like. Well, we got that Kansas kid today. Skola? I've heard of him. I think I've yeah. seen him at Pub Fiction a few hey, times. Yeah, look at you. <laughs> so
0: the, the deadline came and passed. With no Dwight Howard in Houston, which makes me incredibly happy. And we got that kid from Sacramento. Well, you heard
2: what kid. the GM from the Lakers said, right? The statue comment? Well, no, they want Dwight Howard's the future of the Lakers. Sure, yeah. He
0: said hey, Dwight Howard is the future of the Lakers. And by, by the time we're done with him, by the time his career
2: is done here at L.A., there will be a statue of him outside of and, and you know Staples that, Center. And you know what He said ma- that! It makes sense because he's young, he's talented. If he they spent. could get him right... I don't know. He's spent. Everybody keeps saying this. Everybody keeps saying, well, Dwight Howard, if healthy, Dwight
0: Howard at his top. He's spent either, and I'm not sure, if I, I'm not convinced it's physical, either mental or physical or combination of the both. He is spent. Well, they could go out and get Greg Oden. He's available. Jesus. Uh, how many knees does he have now? Doesn't he have like four or five knees?
2: And they're both the age of an 85-year-old. Yes.
0: Yeah, so he, he just swaps them out at halftime, I think, at this point. <laughs> So here we are at the halfway point of the Bayou City Bull Show, uh, give or take, uh, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes. Um, I hope you're enjoying it so far. Uh, I know I was excited to have Matt on board, actually uh, be able to talk some sports. Um, So I look forward to hearing him again. Now we're going to shift gears again because that's the way we roll around here. And we're going to go back to Tara and hear her talk how she pretty much was the inspiration for every Exorcism and Omen movie you've ever seen. All right, so speaking of disturbing, people people demand to no. know. They, they they love the overarching uh, stories like the Mofrellas that went from episode one <laughs> to episode two. They love it that you brought up about the angry Swede again so we can make fun of him online dating. Sure. There is an arc that's left open right now.
1: <gasps> Talk to me.
0: About uh, you being called a heretic in the third grade in Bible school. <laughs>
1: It's true. Yes, yeah, it's
0: true. It's totally true. Oh Do you want to hear this story? Yes. Who wouldn't want to hear this story? If you story? want to come
1: over every Christmas, my mom tells it.
0: Oh man. Okay. Okay. So... I will send a field recorder with you this Christmas. <laughs> we'll just, just, just bring Mary's, Mary in. Just to, oh yeah. Mary's more than welcome We're to come over never, here for a I mean, session. You will
1: never meet my mother. <laughs> <I> mean, hilarious. <laughs> Gregory, <laughs> Tara, is this what you do all day? This is sad.
0: It's is no way to make a living. <laughs>
1: what was that? Okay. I so, don't know. I can't do it. All right. So I was in—I um, was in CCE school, which for all my Catholics out there, what what? Um, <laughs> So basically, like my brother went to private Catholic school. I always went to public school. It's just where we both did our best. And so it was time for me to go through CCE, which is where basically you become an adult in the eyes of the church, right? Okay. So I went through my church where we went on Sundays, which is also where my brother went to school. Um, so when I'm in the CCE classes, all the kids that are in there are all in that private school. So I'm like the lone outsider. I don't know any of these people. So um, we're sitting in there, and we're talking about stuff. And on this particular evening, um, and and by the way, the priest, his name is Father Donovan, and he's actually from Ireland. So he's an Irish priest. All right. So we're up there talking, (laughs) and he starts talking about the Apostles' Creed. Um, And so that's just like like a thing that we say in church. Anyway, so there's a line in there that says, we believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. Right. Okay. So he was saying that because of that, that we believe in one holy Catholic, an apostolic church, that we believe in the Catholic Church, like, capital C, Vatican, Catholic, right? Right. And that means anyone who doesn't believe in that church is going to hell. Well, I went to a public middle school in in Houston, and so like my best friend is Jewish, my other friend is Korean, um, my other friend is Muslim. Like I have all these different sure. friends, right? Right. So I immediately am like, mm, I call bullshit. So <laughs> at age thirteen, and I call bullshit for a couple of reasons. One, I think it's bullshit, and two, there's actually grammatically it's a bullshit. So I raise my hand, and he's like, yes, my child, and that's the last time he called me my child. Um, and I was like. Father, you know you're saying one Holy Catholic and Apostolic Church, but if you read this in the actual context, uh-huh. Catholic is spelt with a small c, not a big c, so it means universal, not Vatican.
0: Ooh, look at you at
1: age 13, this comes oh, out of my mouth, and so man,
0: you could have been on Jeopardy. <laughs>
1: So he goes, what? And I'm like, yeah, it's written, Father, like it says C, meaning we believe in one holy, universal, and apostolic church, meaning we believe in the teachings of the apostles and a universal church. It's not talking about the Vatican. So for 20 minutes, 20 minutes, (laughs) this priest and I are debating... Okay. A 13 year old and a grown ass (laughs) priest are debating. Finally, and like all the other kids are checking out, finally he takes his fist and it's like he's getting angrier and angrier, right? Right. And he just slams his fist down on the pulpit and he goes, Heretic! (laughs) At age 13. And I look at him, and I was like, Father?
0: And the wall started bleeding, and frogs came in no, through the windows. but let me tell you that at
1: this moment, and I shit you not, it was raining. It was raining. And he goes, go call your mother and tell her to come get you, because you were not ready for this. And I calmly said, Father, I will not call my mother. You call my mother and tell her I'm not ready for this. <laughs> So he calls Father John. And I'm not kidding you when I tell you that Father John looked a lot like Jesus. He had long hair. Okay. He didn't have the beard, but he had the long flowing hair. And so anyway, Father John's like, I'll call her mother. So I go with Father John, he calls my mom. It was the shortest call of Hi Mary, this is Father John. We need you to come get Tara Hello. <laughs> Hello hangs up the phone. So we're standing by the doors on the inside of the church while I can hear Father Donovan like trying to clean up this mess, right?
0: And did that what well, that music start in the background?
1: <laughs> dum, 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 <laughs> boom 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 boom. So at that exact moment, and I'm not kidding you, like a crack of lightning goes off and my mom's I'm not kidding you, man. I'm not making this up. Lightning goes off and my mom's green crowned Vic. Yes, sir! Pulls up. And so I walk outside with Father John, and we're getting soaked, and she has the doors locked, because she's just being a bitch at this point. (laughs) And if I look through the window, I can see, because there's raindrops on it, right? Because it's raining. And so she's got, you can see her glass of Pepsi, because it was Pepsi, because we're from New York. Okay. Pepsi sitting in the cup holder with the ice, just kind of melting in it. It's really sad looking. And then on her lap is a half-eaten grilled cheese sandwich and a little napkin. Oh, no. She got up from the dinner table. So, Father John knocks on the window to, like, say, open the door, right? So Uh she cracks the window a little bit, just a little bit. And he says, Mary, you know, let her in. And all you hear, (laughs) all you hear my mom say is, put her in the back, Father. (laughs) And I'm thinking, the trunk. We're going in the trunk. This bitch is crazy. And Father John was like, she's a good kid. And she was like, just put her in the back seat. And I was like, score, back seat.
0: <laughs> it's an upgrade for you. So she
1: unlocks the door, and I get in the back seat. And before he shuts the door, like he's keeping the door open because he's trying. And he looks at me, and he's like, she was just trying to stand up for her friends. And then he shut my door. And then um, my mom said... I'll take care of it from here. And then the window went up, and like we drove home, and in just complete and complete silence, and like you could hear the little sad ice chips like just kind of rattling around inside this glass. And like we get to the house, and she puts it in park, and I know better than to touch that door handle. And she goes, "Here's what's going to happen." <laughs> We're going to go inside. You're going to go first because I don't want to look at your face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I'm so using that. Yeah. That's gold.
1: You're going to go to your room. You're going to shut the door. And when you become a human girl again, you can come outside.
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: Yeah, Mary could really lay it down.
0: That's awesome. Did
1: you know the same woman, and this is a sub story, but this same woman um, did not have us, wouldn't let us have Mother's Day for six years. Did not what?
0: (laughs) I totally missed that. We
1: couldn't have Mother's Day for six years.
0: (laughs) Why? I'm pretty
1: sure it was six years. Anyway, well, because my brother and I got into a huge fight on Mother's Day, and so she took our gifts, and she walked over to the trash can and she put them in there. And she goes, "Until you can start appreciating me every day of the year, one day isn't gonna make a damn bit of difference." And she walked away.
0: Oh man!
1: Well, the next year we get her her gifts and we give them to her, and she just opens the trash can and puts them in. And she goes, "You don't fucking listen." And walks away. <laughs>
0: And that was after a year. Yeah,
1: well, it kept, <laughs> and happening. Then
0: it kept happening. So Man.
1: on this day, like to this day, whenever it's my birthday, I send my mom flowers.
0: This is um, thanks for
1: your follow through.
0: <laughs> wow, this is uh, <laughs> this is explaining a lot.
1: My mom has guilt. <laughs> like that woman can work some stuff. She can work some stuff. <laughs> and so closes the tale of Tara the her- heretic. 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 Heretic.
2: Now
0: see, don't you feel better after hearing the uplifting? stories of our heroine Tara alright enough that shit we're heading back over to Matt so um, you can probably hear in the background the glass pouring out Um, here at the Bayou City Bull show we try to showcase um, drinking beer and we try to showcase uh, both Houston craft beer, which has exploded in the last five years, as well as beers around the area. We'll include Austin. We'll include Louisiana. We're we're, we're not we're not racist or anything. So you'll get the Austin beer every once in a while. There was a few shows ago we uh, did nothing but a beat of beers, and uh, out of Louisiana it was fantastic because the the Turbo Dog Vanilla Anniversary one was out freaking fantastic. So uh, Matt was nice enough though he brought over the uh, the Buffalo Bayou. This is their new one. I don't. Mean, it's not available anywhere yet. It
2: came out last Friday. I yeah, it's, this is like the 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 Sky IPA or what is it? It's uh, Buffalo Sunset. Sunset. I said black Sky. black IPA. It's Nine, a black IPA. Nine
0: percent alcohol. Are you serious? Trying yeah. to get me drunk? What the fuck? Huh? And tell us where you got this and the business model behind this because this is this fascinates me to no end.
2: So a few week I've been following these guys on Twitter since before. They even opened. That's what I do. I follow places before they even open on Twitter and, and hope that they tell me when they're open. <laughs> and, uh, but I had never been there. They'd probably been open for probably about maybe four or five months now. Uh, premium draft on Studewood mm. in the Heights. Yeah. Uh, so one of my, my buddies he called me up and we decided to do some day drinking and went and had oysters at Liberty Kitchen. Drink some beer. I think I'd already Sweet. went. To, I think I'd already done the Buffalo Bayou tour. That's usually how I start my Saturdays. Big fan of Liberty Kitchen, by the way. Great and, plug. And uh, so we did that, and then on the way home, I was like, I want to check out this premium draft place. I mean, I've been following them on Twitter for four months. It sounds like an awesome concept. So uh, we finally get there. Place has no parking. It's like next to a bar, next to a convenience store, and the convenience store is like parking Nazis. Okay. Because everybody wants to go to a convenience store. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we finally get, we go park down in the neighborhood, we get there, and this place is just a little hole in the wall, it's probably as big as this room we're in right now, but they have about three coolers on each side, just full of different types of beers that you can't get anywhere. You can't even get these beers at Specs. Sweet. One of the ones that I got was uh, a six-point beer. Okay. It was uh, called Three Beans, came in like a Red Bull can. Never heard of this. What, what? It was pretty sweet. It was It was like, it had coffee taste to it, It was. it was really good. I'm usually not a fan of the the more porter type beers but Mm. it was it was really good uh but their concept is you come in and you can buy a growler they have two sizes i think that's the 30 ounce source so so
0: so our friends in the rest of the country uh growlers which um we didn't use this term back around from but growlers uh are two sizes usually 32 ounce 64 ounce so it's uh for 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 the ghettos back where i grew up it's it's the two steps above your double deuce So your double deuce when you're doing your, you know, when you're doing your uh, Edward 40 hands uh, and you take the 40 ounces, this is, it's basically that size bottle.
2: Yeah. So the concept is you come in and they have about 10 drafts out on the counter there. And most of these beers are beers you can't really get readily at most places. You might be able to get it at a bar, but they don't really bottle that much. Like Buffalo Bayou, they bottle maybe once a year because it's, a real hassle they don't have the, the equipment to bottle besides manually. So you go in there and you can pick your draft. You can have a few tastes. They'll let you taste the beard, make sure you Seriously? find the one you want, yeah. Fucking hell. And uh and so when you go in the first time you have to pay a deposit for the growler. Okay. It's like six bucks. That's normal. And uh and then they fill it up for you and then the next time you come in you bring your growler and they'll replace it with a, a fresh one that's cold. Put whatever beer you want in it you don't have to pay the six bucks anymore and uh it's fantastic fantastic business model i wish i would have thought of it
0: so that's a, that's a conversation we're going to have to get to in the, in the next couple weeks is that we're going to get with the owner of this first of all figure out how he's getting the shit ahead of everybody else because like you say that he has the the freaking new block ipa by buffalo bayou is amazing uh that he has something i've never even heard of out of red bull canada three bean whatever How's he getting this shit? Because uh, Specs used to, Spex is known for getting, they're the cutting edge liquor store in the Houston area. So this other stuff, it fascinates me. It fascinates me as a business model and I really I wish them success. I really hope they do
2: well. Yeah, I just want to go in there and try every one of their beers. <laughs> that's, that's true of a lot of bars for you, though. <laughs> I like it when they can put my name on the wall. That's my favorite. <laughs> in,
0: in, in ink or in pee? Or in puke? And
2: however they'll let me do it.
0: (laughs) And that's all we have for you this week on the Bayou City Bull Show. Uh, Be sure to check in every Thursday for new material. Uh, Follow us on Twitter at Bayou City Bull, at Bayou City Bull. You can follow us as well as send me any ideas uh, for show topics as well as come on the show with me. Uh, I've more than proven that anybody that wants to come on the show can come on and talk and we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. Um, also, if you know me on Facebook, uh, then email me on there. Uh, let me know what's up. We also get hosted by SoundCloud, by City Bull on SoundCloud. Um, and come on there and take a listen. I also put up uh, some raw and unedited stuff on the SoundCloud every once in a while. Bayou City Bull is a wholly owned si- subsidiary of Pink Thumb Productions, all rights reserved. Without express deba deba solely the opinions of the ones expressed Stupid ass.
1: Anything to make you stop doing what you were
0: doing. Well, why, what do you think I'm doing?
1: Being annoying.
0: No, I'm not, I'm so not being annoying.
1: Good afternoon, where would you like to sit? Oh, I have a reservation. What is it, annoying, party of one? Oh, this way, Mr. Divine. Nuh-uh.
0: Yuh-huh. Nuh-uh.
1: Uh-huh. uh huh Stop. <laughs> I had the, I had the buttermilk chicken today and I did not enjoy it, um, oh. but I also like white meat. Like I don't like. <laughs> but, really seriously. <laughs> you said it. Why did you laugh like that? I don't know because I was thinking small... butter.
0: Because buttermilk milk, I always think of the Indian dish that's got the little curry no, you on top. Don't. No, you yeah.
1: are just a sad little boy. Okay, yeah, well, you are. True. You're yeah. a 13-year-old boy in a grown man's body.
0: Oh well, yeah, I've been there for a while. No shit, sure. Yeah. Not. There's nothing wrong with the Smurfs on crack.
1: I don't know. I don't really hang out with the Smurfs on crack, so I can't speak to that.
0: You can't? I cannot. Okay. I will not. Then why would you make the reference at all?
1: You know what? I'm tired of you.
0: <laughs> You've said this before already.
1: <laughs> Take a hint. Knock, knock.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, go.
1: <laughs>
0: My mic's slipping.
1: That's what she said.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Whoa. Ah. Whoa. That will make a series
1: of loud pops. That sounds way better, yeah. Okay, I found this story while you were finishing yours.